Okay, yo, 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 Calvary, how's it going? How are y'all? <laughs> Welcome to Remedy. So, um, for those that don't know me, I'm Octavio. Nice to meet y'all. Uh, today I'm so blessed and privileged to be giving today's message. And it's going to be called You and Your Crew. I don't know if it's up here yet. Yeah, it's right there. You and Your Crew. Uh, as some of y'all may know, this series has been focusing on your involvement with the body of Christ in different aspects. My man Matt over here, where is he? Matt over there in the back with the sound. Yeah, he preached about you and the church, about how we are a singular body. We are purposely placed, sorry, <laughs> and we are a unified community. Thomas over here, where is he at? Thomas, over there. Thomas spoke last week about you and the mission field, how accountability is essential and how you may get tired during missions, but to find encouragement through Christ and how community can build each other up. Today, I'll be talking about you and your squad. You and your homies, you and your crew. So to begin with, a godly friend is encouraging. If we look in our Bibles to Thessalonians 5.11, it says that, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up. Right? So as a good friend, you should help each other reach the dreams and goals that y'all have together. Build each other and help each other grow through Christ. A good friend brings you out your best, right? So Proverbs 27.17 says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. I'm sure y'all have heard this, this saying before, you know, only iron can sharpen iron, right? So you and your friends should be helping each other, build each other up, you know? Um, and a godly friend will help you be a better person and even help you be accountable and tell you when you are walking away from the Lord. This may be hard, but it's important to do this at times so we may all continue to walk in the right path. Next, my point is a godly friend is selfless. Right, so Philippians 2.3 states, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. Being humble just as Jesus was and valuing your friends above yourself will strengthen bonds and bring you closer to Jesus. And another point I have here is a godly friend is loving. Here she says things in love. We see this scripture, Galatians 5.22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, right? Another verse that I have up there is uh, Matthew twenty-two thirty-nine, which is the second part of the great commandment, as y'all may have memorized back in elementary and middle school over there, um, that it commands us to love your neighbor as yourself. These are just two examples of many in the Bible that detail how much love is valued in the Christian faith. A loving faith, a loving friend will pray for you just as you for your friend, right? So it's important to take time in your day and just pray for your friends, right? Knowing that by praying for them, you are just placing like a seed in your faith and just trying to help them grow in whatever struggles that they're going through, help them get out of there. And whenever your friend prays for you, I'm sure that it's going to like feel good in your heart, right? Like... I'm praying for them, they're praying for me, you know, that bond gets stronger together. Um, loyalty and forgiveness, right? Colossians 3.13 says, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. This is a really important point, guys, because when friends make a wrong, you have to be willing to forgive, but also be tolerant. If someone does not respect you, you may need to seek new friends. Right? As Christians, I think that we're just called to, to forgive just as Jesus forgives us for our sins, right? 
But as Eli pointed out to me earlier, we, yes, we are called to forgive, forgive, and forgive, right? But we have to find a point where, you know, like, that's it, you know, I'm going to forgive you, but you got to, you know, like, you got to change. <laughs> and that's an important thing to, to point out because you, you could end up hurt or somebody you love could end up hurt if that friend does not change their ways, you know? And that's where, by knowing Christ, we, we have that, the Holy Spirit to, to lead us what is right and wrong. Um, in Matthew 5, 9, it says that, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Being a loving friend also means being the peacemaker. So being the, by being the peacemaker, I mean being somebody that does not seek out really like heated debates or, or conflicts with other people. Like, hey, give me that. That's mine. You know, like instead somebody that's like trying to just find a, what's the word here? Just finding a consensus, you know, finding a place where everybody's happy, you know, just trying to be that, that peacemaker that I'm talking about. Uh, somebody who seeks compromises, right? So you're, you're going to want a friend that instead of wanting to take, 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 they're going to be like, here, l- let me give you some of this and let's figure out how we can both grow together in this. You know, finding a friend who's, who's willing to build new bridges instead of burning them. Um, also, friends that don't incite drama or conflicts, that is not a peacemaker, guys. <laughs> Somebody's going to be like, hey, did you hear about this guy who has a crush on you or something like that? You know, And then that friend telling somebody else like, oh, no, they said that you were a liar and you were a cheater and you're doing this and that and that. You know, the cheeseman. Everybody wants to always want to be a part of the cheeseman, but the cheeseman is not good, <laughs> right? <laughs> I hope you all know that. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, and what I'm trying to just get to here is friends that are peacemakers are friends that are going to want to be on your side whenever you're trying to be, whenever you're trying to just, of course, like find the compromise in that argument, right? So, yeah, and um, those make godly friends in my opinion. I've, I've been blessed to have been surrounded by people that I can call godly friends um, some of them are over there in the back, people that hang out with the, at the BSM, right here, Bruce. <laughs> um, and I'm just so blessed to, to call them my friends because I can see in them that, that they are selfless, they're loving, they're compassionate, they're peacemakers, they're encouragers. I know that, that they're just a really good example for me to, to just follow. And whenever I had to talk to them about something, I know I could lean on them to, to like, hey man, like, I don't know how I feel about doing this or I don't know how I feel about doing that. Like, can I have your opinion on this? And I hope that they feel open enough also to like come to me if they have like a question like that, you know? Um, I pray for them just like they pray for me too. And that's something that is just ultimately really beautiful, you know? It's just an amazing feeling. All right, so who went to Camp Zephyr last summer? Yeah? Awesome, awesome. So this camp was my first, sadly my last, because I already graduated. However, I was able to spend some amazing time with my friends and make new ones. I was able to experience firsthand what it meant to be selfless, encouraging, and loving. Especially in the games. Jordan here knows. He knows he's Mr. Captain Camp Zephyr over here. I don't know how to describe it, but... (laughs) The amount of cheering and encouragement was definitely real. You know, over there, we had to cheer our teammates to the finish line, but even cheer our opponents. Like, if, if y'all know the seat of power, it's going to sound ridiculous for, for y'all that didn't go, but all of our cheering and spirit was all for a toilet seat. And 
Um, team two ended up winning it though. Where's team two at? <laughs> um, and we took it home. I don't know why, but we just took it home. <laughs> and, but yeah, so being selfless at camp meant allowing others to go in front of you for lunch, even though you might be literally starving over there. You drained every last bit of your energy and just allowing somebody to go in front of you was just a kind act that you could do. Um, or even giving that teammate that last swig of water in your bottle. You guys do not understand how hot it was over there. It was so hot. Mosquitoes the size of like, I don't know, yeah, Texas-sized mosquitoes, just <laughs> Texas-sized mosquitoes. And um, just, you know, giving somebody else your water was a pretty selfless thing to do. Um, being loving over there meant praying for the camp staff at Extended Worship. Who remembers that? So over there at camp, we had an event where it was different events, right, or different little activities that you could do to, to express your worship. If y'all don't know, worship doesn't have to be music. It can be um, praying for somebody else, in my opinion. It could just be anything to, to glorify God, right? That's, that's how I at least define worship. And so during extended worship, there was an opportunity for us to pray for a staff there, a staff member. It was somebody I had never met in my life, but I just knew that she had dedicated so much of her time and effort into Camp Zephyr, and, and uh, I just joined her in prayer. And so did Jordan over here and a bunch of other um, people over here also. We had just all gone in a circle and just prayed for her, not knowing, like we just knew her name, that's it. We just knew her name, and I believe she maybe told us a little bit of her struggles, but, and we just, we just prayed for her because that's what it means to be a Christian sometimes. It means going up to that stranger who you know is a Christian, or you might not know is a Christian or not, and just praying for them and just being there for them, you know, showing, demonstrating your love for them. Um, another demonstration of love, in my opinion, is whenever... Um, this is a really like important, I guess, experience that I went through at Camp Zephyr. Um, the intensity of worship over there is so big that you could literally go up to somebody that's random, put your arm around them and just worship also. Or like a random person and they'll embrace you like a brother and sister through Christ. And that is just a different kind of love that you can only experience as a Christian. Like, that's it. Like, you're not gonna find another way of, of bonding with a person other than, than just expressing your love together for Christ. And, well, yeah, guys, that's what being friend with your crew is, you and your crew. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Hey, can we just thank again Octavio for that awesome challenge? Sorry. One of the things that I love about Octavio is, is his heart for Jesus. And it's not easy coming up here and sharing uh, to people, you know, and, and as we spoke and as he spoke with the preaching team, which some of you guys are on, uh, one of the things I love about this specific uh, message is that, you know, it's a challenge for us. Like, are we, you know, encouraging? Are we selfless and are we loving? And the thing that I know that Octavio believes and all of us that are here that surrender their lives to Jesus believe is that the greatest example of that is found in Jesus. Amen? Amen. The greatest example of someone who's loving, who's selfless and encouraging is Jesus. And we all have an invitation today, tonight, to receive that love, to receive uh, that forgiveness, that selflessness, that encouragement, to receive life, really. 
And we all have that opportunity. So, Octavio, thank you so much, brother. Appreciate it.